Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. All wrestling fans have that one match. The winner and you That we remember every single detail. The one that made our hearts jump out of our chest. The moment that took our breath away. WWE Championship. I think he just kissed the WWE goodbye. The match that created lifelong wrestling fans. For life. Busted Open proudly presents the matches that made us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Busted Open podcast, a special edition, the match that made us. I'm Tommy Dreamer, joined by my co-host, and I cannot wait to hear this answer. Denise Salcedo, how are you, my dear? I'm doing good. I'm so ready to do this. When I found out we were doing this, I was like, oh my God, I feel like I went down like memory lane thinking about the matches that have truly made me as a wrestling fan. Well, I'm interested to hear yours because number one, I love that we organically having a conversation when uh, I was doing the show with you on a Saturday when you had said your first match you ever saw And then you did not realize that I wrestled on that show and I have sent you pictures and all that stuff since. So I am very, very interested uh, in your perspective for the match that made you. Yes, I can't wait. So should I just get to it? Should I make the announcement? Let's hear it. Okay, so I was really thinking about this because I feel like every phase of wrestling fans, fandom, you have different matches that really gravitate towards you and really speak to you at different points. But I was like, okay, I think the point of this is to really get the earliest match. And so when I thought about what match really made me into a wrestling fan, because I was just in absolute awe, it was over at WrestleMania 17, the TLC with Edge and Christian, the Dudley Boys, and the Hardy Boys. That one for me just had to be it because I think back to that day and I had never seen anything like what we saw. Obviously, we all have seen that moment play out like a million times where you see Edge, Spear, Jeff Hardy, the Swanton, and Of course, all of WrestleMania 17, one of the best WrestleManias of all time. But that match in particular is the one that when I think about it, I can still remember the fireworks going off in my head when I watched that. (laughs) You watched it live on pay-per-view? 
So that was the very first WrestleMania that I watched live on pay-per-view, like in real time, because prior to that, I had been a fan maybe for like, God, like a year or two, but I still hadn't actually watched a WrestleMania live. I remember that WrestleMania 16 was over in Anaheim and my uncle who got me into pro wrestling went to that show and I was already a fan, but I didn't get to watch the show live because he was there and he's the one who paid for the pay-per-views. So if he didn't pay for the pay-per-view, I wasn't able to watch. So it wasn't until the following year where I was finally able to watch. But I remember being so jealous of my uncle when he went to WrestleMania 16 because he got to do like the whole fan experience. And I was so, so jealous at that time. Um, That was actually supposed to be my WrestleMania debut, by the way. ECW had gone out of business and I was supposed to uh, assist in that match. But wasn't the story. I know they had a Lita run in, a Spike run in, and a Rhino run in. Um, but that was for another time. Very happy with my own debut. But it is, again, time-wise, because now I'm picturing when you had said, ECW's out of business. I wrestled Samoa Joe at that one independent show that you were at. And then so, and you had said it was your uncle. So your uncle's influence really, really takes this to you. Now, at, at this point of your life, Roughly around how old are you? I think I was eight years old during this time. And I still remember that my uncle had really built up WrestleMania to me. And then when I'm watching the programming, you hear them, you know, the way the, the buzzwords that WWE uses. Greatest WrestleMania of all time. Yes, exactly. And so like in my like little eight-year-old mind, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot wait for this. So I'm looking forward to it the whole entire time. I was so excited because uh, we, we had like a little party at the house. Like my uncles, my other uncles came over, a couple of my cousins, we ordered pizza. We had like chips and junk food and, you know, like it was a whole party and and I still remember exactly where I sat in that living room watching WrestleMania 17. And I still remember my mom's comments that she made to me. She said, oh, my God, Denise hasn't moved from her seat the entire day. Look at her. She doesn't even blink. And I was listening to my mom tell that to my grandma in the background. And I was like, mom, be quiet. Like, come on, I'm watching wrestling right now. Like, shut up. Right. And so it's still this very visual memory because I remember the lead up to WrestleMania 17 and being so excited and coming out of that show and just being like, wow, I. I don't know what I saw right now, but wow. And at the time, my favorite wrestler was Lita. So when she went in and she did that run in during this match, I had never obviously seen a woman do that before. So for me, it was like groundbreaking stuff. And my other favorite, China, was on the card too. So that was just like, it, it felt at that time, like, oh my God, this is a Denise show because I loved all of the 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 crazy spots we got in the ladder match. I also loved the earlier hardcore match that we saw. Of course, getting to see China and Lita. Uh, and even just I I love the story with Jericho and William Regal. Um, the whole, you know, Jericho pissing in his tea, all of that. I mean, this was to me like the perfect. WrestleMania because each and every single match was great, but also the stories were intriguing. I was so devoted to like all of the characters I was seeing on screen. And so that really just made me think, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Especially when I'm watching this TLC match, seeing humans do things that I've never seen before. And so I'm thinking like, oh my God, I've just stumbled upon the greatest thing ever. And so that really was, I, I felt like this was the answer that this was the show, the match that made me because if it wasn't for this, I don't know how much longer I would have thought, you know, wrestling was cool. I could have easily grown up out of it. I was eight. 
Uh, we all go through phases of things that we're interested in. And I could have easily been out and uh, I wasn't. I ended up going on to becoming, I would say, my peak, my peak year of fandom ended up being until 2005 for some reason. 2005 was like my peak year because uh, it just happened to be the year that they had a bunch of wrestling shows here in California and in this area. So I ended up going to like a bunch of shows. I At this point, I was finally starting to cre uh, collect VHSs. I had like a, my little mini collection going. And so for that reason, and also WrestleMania 21, my first WrestleMania I ever attended was in 2005 in Los Angeles. So that really was like my peak year. And I don't know if I would have gotten there without uh, 2001. I love hearing uh, the explanation with your mom and you just sitting in that seat. For me, when I saw, I, mine was a live event, not televised, and I was frozen. And I remember like everything around me, like, and at times I felt like it was going in slow motion because I was so captivated. It was, uh, it was Dusty Rhodes and Bugsy McGraw versus Dick Murdoch and Ivan Koloff. And then as soon as the match ended, I bought my first wrestler t-shirt. And like, but my life changed at that moment and to the point where I was driving home with my dad and I said, this is what I have to do in my life. And like little league done, uh, like everything else in my life was changed. Um, so I love hearing that because, you know, Hey, like it, it's just, it's special. And like to see something like that. Also, if you think about that match, that match changed the wrestling business. It, it, it single-handedly whenever Bubba wants to give me crap, He'll then always throw in my face. Oh yeah. How many matches have you been in that changed the wrestling industry? And which is very, very cool. And when was the last time you watched it? Or right, let me, let me back. Actually last year, I watched it last year. I did an entire rewatch of every single WrestleMania. And I thought, I wonder if I'm going to feel the same way about this match. And in particular, this WrestleMania. Oh, I felt the same way. I was like, this is a great show. <laughs> the match totally holds up still to this yeah. day. Uh, VCRs, VHSs. How many times do you think you had watched that match after it aired? So I bought, my uncle bought me the TLC VHS, you know, the one with the brown cover oh. and then all the teams in the front. Uh, and so that one, you know, they did like a nice little compilation. And so I had seen them like explain like the behind the scenes and everything they talked about. I haven't seen that VHS got in years, but I still remember watching it, you know, back in the day. And then he had also bought me the WrestleMania 17 VHS because that was my, I would just pop that in and rewatch the entire show top to bottom. And sometimes I would skip certain matches just because I wanted to get to other things faster. Um, but there were always matches that I never skipped. The hardcore match was definitely one of them. And of course the TLC match was definitely one of them, but uh, WrestleMania 17 and WrestleMania 18 are probably the WrestleManias I have watched most in my life, specifically WrestleMania 17, because I just, I had the VHS, so I would pop it in. And I didn't have that many VHSs. I had like five, like I can tell you all the ones I had. The Jericho one, the TLC one, the Lita one, and um, like a Triple H one. I think I had like a Kurt Angle one, and that was it. Like I didn't have a huge collection. So whatever I had, I had to rewatch multiple times. <laughs> um, For you, I love it because influence. Like you said, hey, when you're a kid, I think every kid wants to be a veterinarian when they first grow up. And then we want to say we're, we're going to be something else. But for you, did you... When did you realize, like, I could, I love this so much that I could also do it for a living? 
Oh God, I realized that super late in life because I had actually told my mom and she was terrified. I was like, mom, I want to be a wrestler. And she was like, no, Denise. And I said, mom, I want to go to Mexico. I already know what my name's going to be. And she told this story at my wedding, actually, because she was very concerned that I was going to become a pro wrestler because I was so fascinated with it as a child. And I had told her that I was going to move to Mexico, that I was going to change my name to Pina Colada. And that was literally going to be my wrestling gimmick. I don't know where I come up with this stuff, but uh, my mom was concerned. But, you know, once I grew up and I matured in a different kind of way, obviously, I realized that was not the path for me. And I was going to go down a different route. I was going to be an actress because I wanted to be Nicole Kidman, but I didn't have Nicole Kidman's talent. So uh, I went to I was in Cal State Fullerton and I needed to change majors. And so I decided to go to broadcast journalism. And when I was doing that, I thought I was going to do news because I didn't think there was a path in pro wrestling for me. Like there was no, there there was no women doing this. Uh, so I didn't think that was an option. I thought no one's going to care. So I was doing broadcast journalism uh, and I was doing entertainment reporting and I had a bunch of my guy friends that were not wrestling fans telling me, Denise, you need to do wrestling. Like, why aren't you doing wrestling? And I'd be like, because no one's going to watch who's going to watch me. Like there's no one out there doing this. And so finally, uh, I started, it kind of just like fell into my lap because I'm like, I'm a fan. So it fell into my lap and all of a sudden these opportunities started coming and I'm like, oh shoot, maybe I'll just do this and see how far I get. And then before I knew it, it was like all of a sudden this whole new world had opened up. And because nobody had really done it to this extent in uh, for women in wrestling media, that was when I finally saw that it was kind of like meant for me to do. I, I don't know how else to explain it. You just know when moments in your life happen that lead you down a certain path. Uh, I actually thinking Pina Colada is a great name. I don't know if they can trademark it, but Pina, because, isn't Pina means small? So Pina Colada is the drink. Yeah, I know so what it is. Yeah, but I didn't think about it in terms of like, uh, you know, anything else. I literally just thought it in terms of the drink because at that time, that was like the only... Like, I had tried pina colada as a kid, you right. know, so, so, um, what do you call it? I liked the way it looked and I liked the way it tasted. And so that's why I wanted to be pina colada. Pina and your last name, you say it way uh, better than I do, um, is actually a cool wrestling name. So somebody should steal that by the way, just so. What, uh, pina colada or pina salcedo? <laughs> like the Pina salcedo. See, it has a nice friggin' <laughs> ring to it. Um, <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I know you work with Bully Ray and sometimes I apologize for that. Um, I actually haven't gotten in to do a show with Bully Ray yet. Have you met him? Yes, at okay. uh, WrestleMania this year. He was well, sitting with Well, that's what Dave I'm apologizing for. Um, <laughs> but have you met and or worked with any of the people in that match? Um. Okay, let me think about this really quickly. I've only gone into interview Christian and Edge and the press scrums that AEW does. And actually, it wasn't even Edge. No, it was just Christian that I've gotten to ask a question to. And Matt and Jeff, nope, actually, hasn't happened yet. Oh, Lita, I did get to interview Lita. I did get to interview Rhino. Yep, that was another one. Um, My other question is, that was a lot of years ago. Every member is still wrestling. Yeah. Um, in a perfect world, you would see this match in WWE not going to happen. Um, when we talk about the beauty of AEW, they got us Edge and Christian back wrestling. Um, though they aren't wrestling tagging, but hopefully one day they put their differences aside. Would you want to see this match again with the same? six guys performing and uh, i mean yes and no yes because it would be like this nostalgia thing right and no because just in case it's not exactly the way that i remember it being then i don't want that memory to like be ruined so i would say yes and no for that answer devon would be going uh for the spear 
<laughs> or a Devon would be like using, you know, also Devon is deadly afraid of heights, by the way. I don't know if you know this. No, that's, I didn't know that actually. That what, that's what makes it even better. Um, wow. But I mean, terrified. Uh, I I get it. I, I saw a version of it with uh, the Hardys, the Dudley, Team 3D and the Wolves. And it was off the charts. It was uh, maybe six years ago, seven years ago. And it was still so good. But again, they had to call it Metal Mayhem because it happened in uh, Impact Wrestling. But I think for the nostalgia factor, yeah, I wouldn't give it as much time. I know Jeff would still take some crazy bumps. I don't know. Um, Bubba probably will. Devon, I don't know. I don't know. Like... If Edge went for the spear, and I mean he's still in great shape, but I mean that was the that was the perfect spear, and if it wasn't done as perfect as it was, so I get your point of like you know you don't want it to look like old timers' day, but you also like want to see that it would be it would just be interesting, or if they added another team, but then you don't have your original six, and, and right. honestly, like if you also think about in a whole other world, like the WWE had that and let it go. Like, even if they did like a TLC tour or, Hey, we're just going to do these, 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 but it just, it never came to be. And, you know, when we talk about moments when the Dudleys got inducted by the Hardys edge and Christian, and they all raised their hands. And like, I got emotional because I was like, I mean, besides that, these are my friends. And, but it's, I was just like, man, you're, you haven't seen this in so long. And you're never going to see it again. And that was then. Now that you have a little glimpse, I don't think it could ever happen uh, just because of for a lot of different reasons. But I would love to see them all or even if they were, uh, I would say like seconds in guys' corners. Like if it was FTR or somebody and somebody and everyone is in their other corners and, and get involved. Because if you think about what you said, the run-ins also made a big part of that match. Did you know who like, because I believe that was Spike's WrestleMania debut. Uh, did you know who like Spike and Rhino were or? At that time, no, I did not. Not at that time, no. Man. So it was just like, uh, I was just very like, okay, this is happening. Okay. You know, it was very much like, I didn't watch wrestling back then as an eight-year-old. I didn't watch it in a way where I was like critiquing or anything like that. I was just enjoying. So whatever they gave me, I was like, okay, this is great. You know, I really had no like major opinions. <laughs> well, it's because you were clueless. Yeah, a, yeah, I was, I was eight. So yeah, definitely. There's a beauty of it when you... I love the fact that you said you still enjoyed the match when you just watched it last year, because as you know, uh, you're in the wrestling industry, you could become jaded, you could become opinionated. And then when you go back and watch it, you can still enjoy it. Like that little eight year old girl uh, is why wrestling is so, so special because it took you back to that moment and you could get lost. And still to this day, um, when you see these things or hear these things, they're just, I was a little girl sitting on my couch. And it's funny because I think about this match. And for example, if someone were to ever ask me, someone who's not a wrestling fan, Denise, 
Why are you a wrestling fan, right? All the things that people say, oh, it's fake. It's soap opera. You know, the criticisms. We've all heard them. I would say, sit, sit down, sit down right next to me and let's pop in this match. And how would you feel watching this? Like not even as an eight-year-old, but like right now. And I can guarantee that anybody, even if you're not a pro wrestling fan, were to sit here and watch that match, they would be like, oh, you know what? Maybe Denise is onto something. I get it now. Uh, the big bumps, the risks. And even if you think about it, parts of that match were in the, please don't try this at home. Yes. Uh, and it, they made the Bubba going from the top of the ladder all the way through the tables because how many tables were killed in the making of that spot? Yes. Uh, Edge's spear on uh, Jeff Hardy. Like all those things were, Part of the, this is real, this is dangerous, don't do this. And uh, man, I'm uh, glad we got to uh, catch up today as well as uh, you told your story that of a match that really, really influenced your life. And that's why you're a host here on Busted Open and everybody listens to you. And uh, I always love working with you, but most importantly, I love hearing your story uh, of the match that made you. Thank you, Tommy. I had a great time. I never thought I'd be sitting here telling Tommy Dreamer about the match that made me. So if you ask me, that's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> Life is blessed. Uh, thank you for listening. And that's uh, this episode of the Busted Open podcast, the match that made me. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream a podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.